Here's what's making news, plus the latest music out of the independent music scene with the Music Weekly.
This is the Music Weekly. Why, hello everyone. It's been, well, just a few weeks since we've uh, last spoken. This is the Music Weekly. My name is Jackson. Happy 2021 to everyone and hopefully it's going to be a better year. We have an interview coming up a bit later with Eli Greeneyes to talk about his new single, 21. But besides that, we're just going to play a bunch of tracks today because music is the best healing method to get into a brand new year. We're going to go into a bit of an upbeat song right now. It's a track by Hermitude and it's called Hyper Paradise. You're on the Music Weekly.
This is the Music Weekly. You're back on the Music Weekly. That was Hermitude with Hyper Paradise. I had to say that again because I said this is Hyper Paradise with, with Hermitude and that's not right at all. We're about to go into the Eli Green Eye interview right after this song, but the song that I'm going to play right now I think will be the biggest song of last year in Australia. It really depends. We're going to have to wait and see. This is a track by Spacey Jane and it's called Booster Seat. You're on the Music Weekly. Eli Green Eyes coming on right after this.
You're on Energy Groove Radio. This is the Music Weekly. Now, Eli Greeneyes, an artist out of Perth, has dropped his latest track. It's called 21. He dropped it in November of 2020, and it's the follow-up to his cracker of a tune called Lately. He joins me on the line now, um, I'm assuming driving somewhere in Western Australia. Uh, Eli Greeneyes, thanks for joining me. How are you? Good, mate. You shouldn't have said that, though, because my mum will be very not impressed that I'm talking on the phone while driving. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. I am very hands-free, I promise. I promise, Mum. (laughs) Um, Congratulations on 21. Tell us about the track, how it's been going for you, and I guess, you know, tell us about the genesis of the song. Yeah, so it's been going really well. I'm just stoked because um, I just uh, a lot of my songs I just write for myself to kind of get my own, you know, a lot of my anger out and um, a lot of my, I suppose, some would say potent emotions um, just to get them out of my chest. So the fact that anyone's connecting with it is amazing. So I'm just stoked that um, people are listening and people, you know, are connecting with the stories and the stuff that I'm saying. So it is going very well. But as a... Uh, at the start of the song, I wrote this thing called, um, like at the start of the song, I said, uh, hello, I'm a weirdo. Here's a song about how I came along, blah, blah, blah. That was the first part that I wrote about the song and it came out of absolutely nowhere. Like, I feel like it was dropped out of the sky in my lap or something. (laughs) Um, so it kind of just fell into my lap and I originally thought that that was the verse. And then I just sung it again in the chorus and then um, and then wrote a verse after that. And it just kind of came together within... The reason why I'm so vague about it, I suppose, is because it came together within about 15 minutes, that song. And I don't actually fully remember it. Um, I just remember being like, where the, where the hell did that come from? <laughs> Isn't it funny how these things can just seemingly come out of thin air? But um, I suppose that's that's the creative uh, kind of nature for you, isn't it? Um, you, in essence, the song it, you were quoted as saying that it's about living my life the way I truly wanted to at 21 years old. You were scared about um, actually doing that. Do you want to elaborate on that for us a bit? Yeah, sure. So I was um, I started doing music when I was about 15 or 16 and I was, I suppose, working with family members and stuff like that um, and had a lot of older people who I grew up with around me telling me how I should do things, how I shouldn't do things. And then I also got some management who were telling me you should do things like this, you shouldn't do like that. And I was kind of just being told a lot and because a lot of the time how I was back then was very kind of keep the peace. Um, it's kind of, that's where I think that fear came from was like trying to keep everyone happy um, in lead up to that. And so at 21, I was starting to really go, I'm starting to figure out who I am a little bit more and the things that I like and the things that I say. And it was starting to not align with the people who were surrounding me. Mm. Um, and so, which felt scary for some reason, doesn't at all anymore. You know, it's always that thing where it's like something scary before you do it usually. And then you do it. It's like skydiving. <laughs> like, have you, have you been skydiving? Oh, mate, I have not. That is the 
last thing that I ever want to do. I'm terrified of flying, terrified of heights, <laughs> terrified of speed. So, <laughs> no, so, I haven't. Have okay. you? Usually it's like one of those things. I've been skydiving before and I was absolutely terrified and then I did it and it was terrifying for the first 10 seconds of free fall and then the rest was just this amazing experience um, that you just had to pinch yourself through. So it's kind of like it's, I've just realised through a lot of experiences like that and also when I was like at the um, age of 21 starting to kind of become myself and be okay with that, it's like really scary most things I find for myself are really scary before I do them. And as soon as I do them, I'm like, man, I should have done this way, like way earlier. Yeah, look, um, I'm sweating just thinking yeah. about skydiving. So thanks for mentioning that. But I get what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> um, you released, so 21 is the third track from what I understand that you released in 2020. Um, that was an incredibly busy yeah. year for you. Um, are these tracks going to be forming yeah. a larger piece of work in 2021? So we're basically, we've, my team and I have just discussed about another four or five singles and then um, the strong, strong possibility of an album. So if that's what you mean by bigger body of work, I suppose. Mm -hmm. So that uh, that's super exciting because I've always wanted to be an album artist because I've probably got about like enough songs for three records right now. Wow. So I may as well. I've, yeah, I've been, I've, I've, I just... The thing is, man, is I, I write at least one idea um, for a fully-fledged song every day. Like, most days I will write something. Wow. Uh, um, your brain so must be an overdrive. I've got, a lot of, I've got a lot of stuff to work with. Yeah, always, man. I am riddling in the human form. <laughs> <laughs> so I, uh, I don't stop. I don't stop. I love working. I love creating all the friggin' time like it um and also i think it started off like that as a kid because i had some really heavy stuff go down as a as a kid uh to do with like my biological father um and music was a distraction at that time and it has continued that form in the rest of my life like i i I still do it as a compulsion and like a, no, but you, you have to do this because if you sit still, um, if you don't write about your, your feelings, you'll hold them in and like, it's like that um, thing that Henry Rollins says, he's like, he's like, yeah, if you don't like speak your mind and get your feelings out, I feel like you'll get cancer. Mm. It's like, holy moly. <laughs> I just, I really need to, um, I really need to get everything off my chest. And it is definitely a compulsion. Mm. So I think that's why I write that much and that's why my brain is so busy. And tell me about the music that was getting you through uh, uh, that particularly tough time in your life. What were you reaching out for? Uh, when I was 21, like around that time. Yeah, and growing up, I guess more broadly as well, what kind of music was getting you through the, these tough times, especially with your biological father? Um, I... To be honest, anything, like originally I wanted to be an actor because I was born with an immune deficiency and I spent the first 
six years, seven years on and off of my life in a hospital because I had no immunity. Right. And so I had like, you know, chicken box four times and I had, I've got scar tissue in my lungs from having pneumonia so many times as a kid. And I would just watch cartoons every day. Um, and so a lot of my brain is wired to being associated with, I guess, ADD forms such as any type of music, cartoons, like the imaginative side of cartoons and music. So like music when I was very much younger was music from cartoons or, you know, like normal stuff as well, like the Wiggles and all that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But as I started to grow up, uh, it became like my first record that I ever got given was Let Go by Avril Lavigne. Wow. And it's still one of those records for me that is so nostalgic and I am still obsessed with it because the songs, you just can't knock them. Like, you just can't knock those songs. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm inspired by a lot of stuff, a lot of punk stuff. Um, and, you know, people like Prince and, like all that kind of thing as well, mm. like as I was um, growing up. And, yeah, that, I'm, I suppose that's pretty broad mm. to answer your question. I mean, it really sounds like creativity was such an escape for you from uh, these challenging things that were happening throughout your, your childhood. Um, obviously, you've always wanted to be around creativity and, and music as well. Uh, did that always gel with you? Yeah, I and... think it's a natural thing. Yeah. Did that creativity yeah, like, always yeah. gel with your, I guess, family unit at the time? Did your family get it? My family did very much get it. Um, my my mum and dad, I'm actually like living back with my mum and uh, my dad, as in my stepdad's different dad, mm -hmm. who's an absolute legend. He arrived when I was probably about two years old. He's a, he's a bloody salt of the earth bloke. <laughs> Um, but I, I, uh, I'm living back with them now. Like they kind of got it a lot when I was younger, but as, as I grew into my teenage years, they were kind of going, which they still kind of do now. They're like, all right, you've been in the room for 12 hours. You haven't left. Have you eaten something? Have you even drunk water? And cause I'll just forget about it. Cause I just, I am absolutely obsessed. Like, and I explained it to somebody the other day, um, creativity, not so much like creativity, like in general, but like mainly just writing songs because I started writing songs when I was like 10. Um, it does feel like music to me, I know this is like, this, this is going to sound pretty dramatic, but music to me is quite like, it's like life and death. That's what it feels like to me. It feels like I have to do this or I'll explode. Like, so, yeah. I know that sounds, <laughs> that sounds a bit dramatic. But um, just with the things that I've gone through, I just I have to do it. Mm. It's like I have no choice. And I, and I do, I like it because, you know, I feel, I feel 10 kilos lighter every time I write a song. Now, tell me about the music video for 21. Um, where did you film that? And how many of these little hats did you buy for that video clip? <laughs> <laughs> so I, I love hats, man. I'm like 
collector of hats. I also really just love clothes in general, like any kind of clothes. So um, I basically, the video was filmed in Dardanup, which is about 20 minutes inland of Bunbury in the southwest of West Oz. Right. And the video, in a nutshell, is three people. So my girlfriend and I and her brother being like, cool, we need to do a video. We have no idea what we're doing. We've only made a one-shot video that flukily worked, and it was awesome. And we've never made a multi-shot video before. Let's just try everything. And everything, every shot that you're seeing is like maybe planned a few days before according to the weather and then the day of just going, oh, the weather's good for this shot and let's go out and do it. And I'll sit on the back of a ute and we'll go through a paddock. And like, it's literally three people who have no idea what we're doing. Well, it looked like uh, that method worked out for you because the video clip looks a million dollars and the weather looked pristine (laughs) and your fisheye lens is on point. So (laughs) it looks looks, um, pretty quintessentially 90s as well. I love it. Yeah, thanks, man. I am definitely stuck in the 90s a bit, for sure. (laughs) Uh, Can I ask, because obviously the song is called 21, how old are you now? I'm 26 now, mate. Oh, there you go. I'm a little bit older. It's kind of like when I wrote that song, I was actually kind of like looking back on that moment Mm -hmm. and then kind of seeing how far I've come, but then also having that like, you know, coming across those parts in your life where you have that just that smidge of regret where you're looking back on stuff where you're like, I wish I had told everyone to get stuffed, you know, (laughs) (laughs) and just done my thing, which I'm a lot more like that now um, where I'm a little bit uh, honest to the point of uncomfortable sometimes, (laughs) especially in songs. Well, look, I'm jealous. I wish I only had a smidge of regret. Um, And I wish I could remember what the hell I was doing at 21 as well. (laughs) Um, All right, so an album is potentially in the works for 2021. Um, Regarding, I guess, um, your shows, do you have any shows planned around uh, WA, um, I guess, in the meantime, leading up to that particular album release? Or are you um, putting your head down and, and getting to work? Definitely. Yeah, definitely, like, uh, a bunch of shows, like, as we're releasing singles. Uh, We did a bunch of shows before the last single, two singles that we released, we did a bunch of shows. Um, So we're kind of having a break for now as we're getting, you know, video clips ready, mix and masters ready, and we'll just do some shows in between each singles and then hopefully do some sort of tour which also, you know, obviously we're leaning on the fact that COVID could say, ah, you're probably not doing that <laughs> um, or whatever. So we'll just see, we'll just see um, how it goes, but definitely in the works for sure. And tell me, I haven't had the pleasure of seeing you live, Eli. Um, what's your setup kind of like? Um, what can we expect when we go to one of your shows? I guess it's quite like... Um, quite punky my show like it's starting to the music's actually starting to like become more and more punky mainly in like uh because i guess my voice is along those lines um with sometimes the way that i phrase things but 
you know, it's drums and a guitarist and, and I, and um, I only pick up the guitar maybe a couple of times. Um, and it's a fairly like, you know, like, I guess, punk rock show with just like really loud vocals with, you know, heaps of hip hop and pop elements as well, which is clear in the recorded music, but it's kind of just like the music that I make, but like, you know, it's just a little bit bigger. Mm. All right. Well, I will. So, um, yeah. I will uh, let you go, and I look forward to hopefully seeing you here um, at some point on the east coast when you're um, gonna, you know, when COVID goes away and we're all allowed to move freely around the country again. Um, before we go, I guess yeah. just one last question. Um, your latest single is called Twenty One. What would you say to twenty-one-year-olds now who are freaking out about life and what they're meant to be doing and who they're meant to be pleasing? What advice would you give them? Uh, nothing that is authentic and true can be threatened. So as long as you're being yourself, uh, be it relentlessly, and if people don't like it, let them not like it. That's what I would say. There you go. And um, would you have listened if uh, you got told that at 21 years of age? I would have been, you know, obviously, like it's easier said than done, but um, <laughs> I, if something resonates with me really solidly, I, I, I like to think that I change it almost immediately. Hmm. If, I, if somebody says something, one thing that I just feel, you know, as I say it, I'm, I'm like, oh, I really needed to hear that. I, I usually try and apply it almost immediately just so I like, you know, like, don't forget. <laughs> like, oh, I need to. I, that, I really believe that. Whatever you said, it's a lot of the, a lot of those things. Yeah. Yeah. Look, it probably depends on who's saying it to me at the time. I suppose um, if it's someone uh, like my parents or someone in authoritative uh, position, I would probably do exactly the opposite of what they're saying. But <laughs> that's what we're all like, man. We do. We did. You know, like we love. We love our families and our friends who are very protective and older brothers and siblings and all that, but we don't like being smothered. You know, <laughs> no. we like we like doing things on our own accord and figuring it all out. Um, I think everyone's got a little bit of that, man, like even when they're adults, you know, nobody likes getting told, you know, how you have to do stuff or whatever. No, I think we. I think at some point we all just have to make our own mistakes, don't we? Um, and then hindsight kicks in. So yeah. that's that's a lot of fun for everyone. So Eli Green Eyes, thanks so much, and congratulations <laughs> on twenty one again. Hopefully, we'll catch up with you in the near future. Thanks, mate. You're on the Music Weekly. That was Eli Green Eyes out of Western Australia. Let's hear his single now. He released it in November. It's called Twenty One. Hello, I'm a widow. Here's a song about how. Came along, screaming, fuck my life at only 21. To walk along my street, as long as I am weak, I'm pouring out my heart, cause life's too short for rosy cheeks. Kick me down a door One of which I'm sure will bring me all Smiling face 
excuses to tell me I'm a dog. Last year, hello, I'm a widow. Is a song about how I came along, screaming, Fuck my life, it only 21. I guess I had fire from the sun. Better fight instead of run, said the sky to me, and only 21. The dog chews all the fat. I said, I won't saw a butterfly and you know I guess I tried I focus on it all I'm ADD I'm sure you bring me all the smiling faces that tell me I'm a god easier to look away I'm not in the mood today I don't want to feel the pain like on it last year
This is the Music Weekly. You're back on the Music Weekly. That was Beach House with Space Song, and before that, we had Eli Green Eyes with 21. Right after Brad, just had a good old chat to him about that single. I'm going to end the show with a long song today, but there is meaning behind this. I have played this song quite a few times on this show. <laughs> so, over the break, I read a book called Animal Farm, and you're asking, Jackson, why are you reading a book that high school kids are reading about animals? Well, reading through it again, uh, I had a, a realization that this book, even though it's a bit old, it still has a lot of resemblance today with uh, society in general, as putting, you know, animals in a human perspective, and what would animals do if there wasn't a human on the farm and they took over it. And there was a line in it that said, pigs are equal, but some pigs are more equal than others. And then by the end of the book, you come to resemblance that man and pig were the same, because... That's just how they were, and that's how they were treating everyone on the farm. But the reason I stumbled onto this book, again, because I never noticed that it inspired the album Animals by Pink Floyd, and I didn't get any connection to it until I read this, and I was like, okay, I see where Roger was coming from in this. So I'm going to end the show with a track, and I've actually been listening to this track so much after reading this book. It is one of my top tracks a couple like a few years for my Spotify wrapped and for this month it is my number one song which is weird because it's like a 17 minute song. This track is by Pink Floyd it's called Dogs and I'll see you all next week where we're going to be focusing on all the music that we've missed over the last uh over the little break that we had. So I'll see you all next week. Bye everybody.